Welcome to the Corporate Treasury 101 podcast. I'm Hussam. And I'm Guillaume. In this podcast, we are going through the fundamental concepts of corporate treasury, which I learned from my experience working at a big four consulting company. And he'll explain it in a way that someone like me who knows nothing about the topic can understand. We hope you enjoy the episode. And how does that, so what's the insurance of the financial world then? Let's get to it. So, um, we will receive those 120,000 US dollars, worth 100,000 euros today. We want to make sure to have 100,000 euros in a month. That we already set out of this transaction. So, I need to take an offsetting position. I need to find somebody who will take those 120,000 US dollars in exchange of the pre-agreed rates exchange uh, with the euros. Now, we agree now, no matter what happens to the, to the US dollars. Now, of course, this comes with a fee, right? Uh, it comes at a price, we call it the fee. Uh, you do it with a financial institution able to trade this kind of products. And most of the case, those are banks. Now, the exposure is now the bank's one. You've transferred the risk to a third party. And this kind of contract that we just described in the last two or three minutes, is called a forward or a future. Okay, so a future mm -hmm. is the contract of like a future price has already been agreed. Exactly. Right? Yeah. That's, I assume that's where it comes from. Mm -hmm. um, and you do pay a fee to the bank for this then. Absolutely. To create this contract. It's not just like, okay, we see where it goes. It's like a, let's say, uh, competition, say, mm -hmm. okay, do I lose money? Do I win money? And the bank's thinking the same thing. They're actually charging a fee for it because at the end of the day, there is a risk associated with it for the bank. Exactly. Or financial institution. Yeah. Well, there is both, actually. Mm -hmm. huh? They might as well be speculating on top of that, saying, oh, wow, this mm -hmm. guy is selling in a month 120,000 US dollars. I really think the USD will go up against Euro. Mm -hmm. So I will not only make him pay a fee to yes. grant him this forward, yeah. I will also make money out of it. That can yes. be part of the mechanism. Indeed. Yeah. Or give you a lower fee because they think you're a sucker. <laughs> so that's, <laughs> that's why we're presenting it. But indeed, banks adjust their prices depending on how they feel the market will go. Absolutely. Makes a lot of sense. So that you create a contract with them versus another bank. Exactly. Right? Yeah, that's it. And what we just described, and this kind of instrument, is what we call a derivative. I want to introduce it today because that's a term that comes back a lot in the financial world and, of course, in foreign exchange risk management and more globally in treasury. Um, so, yeah, it's basically a recurrent term that you will hear quite often. So, overall, what I've done is I've taken a contract for 120 USD, mm -hmm. uh, which I'll be paid in a month. Yes. I tell a bank, I'm like, hey, I'm going to get 120 US dollars mm -hmm. in a month. Mm -hmm. I don't know which way the exchange rate is going to go. Yeah. Will you take this $120 in a month from me yes. and pay me 100 euros from this? Yes. Right? And then the bank goes, yeah, sure, but it's going to cost you. I'm going to charge you a fee exactly. for this. Uh, and this is the overall what we call derivatives. And derivatives are include futures. And this is like a futures contract, right? Because it's exactly. a future price pre-negotiated. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But you just mentioned a fee. Like, I need to, as a business, mm -hmm. um, account for additional costs. Yes. Right? This is yes. an additional cost on top of everything else I have to do. 
uh, on that 120 USD, that 100 uh, euros, mm -hmm. I'll get less than that. So it'll decrease my profits overall, right? Absolutely. Indeed. So that's a fee. And again, you'll put your finger on something very important here. So this goes back to the risk appetite we just described before and the hedging policy of the company that will be for another episode. But indeed, in the 100 euros that you will be sure to receive in a month, there might be one euro or 1,000 euro that will go to the bank. But you'd rather lose that 1,000 euros for sure Mm -hmm. then potentially lose way more. Mm -hmm. It goes back to what we described at the beginning of this episode, the risk appetite, the predictability. You'd rather earn a little bit less than planned than to gamble it all. Yeah. So it's really a very risk-adverse strategy, right? It's very much exactly. saying, I don't want anything to do with the exchange rate risks. I'm just all about shoes. Mm -hmm. I don't know what happens with these currencies fluctuating all around. Yeah. I'm willing to have know exactly what's going to happen in a month, predict my cash flow in the future, predict my uh, exact profits as closely as possible. Makes sense. Exactly. But that makes sense in a way, right? Uh, you're in the business of making shoes. You're in the business of selling shoes. You probably know close to nothing about the financial world unless you have an extraordinary corporate treasurer on your team. But <laughs> Like our listeners. <laughs> definitely. Or to be. But so the thing is, it's such a complex thing affected by so many factors that in the end, it's a very reasonable strategy to say, look, I'm not taking that risk. I will lose a little bit of my money that you can eventually impact in your price huh, at the mm -hmm. very beginning because you know you will include it. You right. need to reach a certain margin, etc. But again, predictability, exactly.